How can indigenous communities around North America and truly around the world get connected to the internet? Why should they do that? What benefit can it bring them? And how are they doing it right now? It's episode 343 of the Dan York Report, and these and many other questions are being discussed this today, November 8th, and will be discussed again tomorrow, November 9th, 2017, at an amazing event called the Indigenous Connectivity Summit happening in uh, Santa Fe, New Mexico. And it is organized by my employer, the Internet Society, but uh, along with a number of other different groups, the Internet Society's New Mexico Chapter, the First Mile Institute, New Mexico Tech Works, First Mile Connectivity Consortium, Senator Udall of New Mexico is also being an honorary co-host, uh, sponsored by companies such as, um, along with the Internet Society, um, Aaron, the American Registry for Internet Numbers, ICANN, Google, ReadyNet, uh, you know, an amazing gathering of people that were there. But what was fascinating was to listen to the stories because these are very often communities that do not have the typical connections that we have in many other parts of North America. They are geographically separated. They're not available to get the kind of connections that we have. They're looking at how do they set up wireless internet service providers or WISPs? How do they set up community networks? How do they, what business models do they use to bring in internet connectivity to places where very often the telcos do not want to go? Uh, it's a, a great set of stories and and some of what people have done, the ways they have created the, the networks, the, the ways they piece things together so people can use it in different forms uh, and the benefits. There was a panel I listened to on the stream this afternoon. It was all about the, uh, you know, the economic benefits and relayed the story from the mayor of Iqaluit, which is a indigenous community way up north in Canada, up in off of Baffin Island. It's it's far north up there. And she said that seven in 10 of the children in her community do not have enough food. They just, they simply, they, they're below the poverty line, way below. They don't have that. But what happened was, as they brought some internet connectivity in through a community network and such, they were able to start using Facebook and started to create a um, a, a Facebook group, actually, that could be used to sell some of the artworks, the crafts, the other pieces and, and products that they, they did. Suddenly, by way of the internet, there was another economic model for families, another way to earn income in some way. Uh, it was uh, just that was just one of many stories that were going on. The I'll give a link if you just go to internetsociety.org right now on the 8th and 9th of November, it's right on the home page. You can just see right there uh, a picture of a Pueblo kind of building and a link there to go and watch it live. But there's a link to the Indigenous Connectivity Summit is what it's called. And today was a lot about building a network. There was um, stories about the different types of community networks, what people are doing with libraries, with TV white space, with Spectrum. There was a whole discussion around that. There was a um, some a discussion about IP addressing. I was, as somebody who's uh, working with the lower levels of the network, it was uh, intriguing to see that much interest in IPv6. And uh, my friend, co former colleague, Richard Jimerson from Aaron was there talking a bit about it. But so were other people from some of the local community networks who were looking at how do you build a community network that works toward the future? How do you make something that works in that kind of space? 
there were panels about business models and how they constructed their network in a way that it was financially sustainable or not. You know, what kind of sources did they need to go and do it? Um, all of this, by the way, is recorded so you can be able to go back and and listen to it and hear what people are talking about. There was a panel about advocating for community networks and how do you help people learn about it and get find out, use them in different ways. Um, again, more discussion was going on there. Now, tomorrow, on this, the 9th, on the day two, there'll be some more kind of technical discussions into how you make these networks actually work. Some of the presentations are around network security, around leveraging digital tools for social and economic good, um, Some a couple of presentations around this, one on coding with kids. Um, and a group from the Navajo youth will be talking about their things, using digital platforms to protect and preserve culture and the unique challenges of indigenous communities. And then um, a kind of closing with a whole discussion on what do we need to create sustainable, effective community networks in indigenous communities. You know, there were some other fascinating statistics around, I think, 85% of people in parts of Mexico do not have internet access. You know, think about huge numbers like this, you know, large amounts of numbers that were there. The uh, Internet Society was tweeting out a lot about uh, what was going on there, of course. There was a hashtag, which is uh, Indigenet17, which is I-N-D-I-G-E-N-E-T-1-7, is where you'll see a lot of these different kinds of things. Um, I-, I would encourage you, check it out. If you get a chance, listen to it tomorrow. Um Listen to it on the 9th of November. Tune in live. Watch this and and listen. It's uh, some amazing stories of the people who are out there in, you know, very low populated areas, but working to bring Internet access and the benefits, uh, just the opportunities that come with that. You know, paying attention as well to some of the negative aspects, but looking at how do you get, how do you use connectivity to help the local society to help people there and uh, and what you can do. So I would check it out. Again, it's called the Indigenous Connectivity Summit. And extra points if you can spell the word indigenous, which I've found a little bit challenging. But once you get that, it is the Indigenous Connectivity Summit. You can find it if you just go to internetsociety.org right now. You will see it right up there on the home page. But you can uh, check that out, see what's there. And tune in. It's happening live again tomorrow as well. So uh, it's all about how do we connect these uh, communities all around, it's focused on North America, it's sponsored by our North American Bureau in there, but how do we connect indigenous communities there? There were mentions of other communities in, I heard South Africa being mentioned, I heard other different places around the world, but it's applicable to larger areas, although it's focusing specifically here in North America. But anyway, do check it out. It was uh, definitely definitely something I'm going to tune into tomorrow as well. Fascinating stories, amazing people doing this great stuff out there. That's all for now. I'd love to hear your comments. You can leave them here at soundcloud.com slash York or anywhere it appears on social media. And uh, I would, um, again, encourage you to check it out. More of my audio and writing can be found at danyork.me. Thanks for listening and bye for now.